0: (laughs) Let's do this. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. I haven't seen your beautiful face in like two weeks. I know. It's so (laughs) good to
1: see you. I know.
0: Do you like hearing my voice? I can hear your your
1: sexy, raspy voice. (laughs)
0: Oh my goodness, the last week. I'm so appreciative to you and also all of the wildlings for being so supportive of us taking
1: a week off. I know. And an unexpected week off, but a week (laughs) off nonetheless. A totally unexpected
0: (laughs) week off. We usually record on Wednesday mornings, and last week on Tuesday evening, I found out about a really tragic sudden death in my family, uh, which was awful and still is awful. Um, but also we had already planned to go to Canada for a wedding on the other side of my family. So it was just a whirlwind and podcasting was laid aside for family stuff, which happens sometimes. But the thing that I appreciated the most was how awesome everybody was about it. And in the Facebook group, especially the sweetest, sweetest messages, So much love and it was just like so affirming to Mm -hmm. like, and also strengthening to be going through these like wild roller coaster of emotions, but having people be so sweet and awesome. So yeah, we're back. Yes, we're back. (laughs) Whether you like it or not, we're back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Everyone will be happy. I'm really excited to be back because only like half of my cousins at the wedding really knew that this was happening. Oh, (laughs) And so a lot of them were like, oh, we'll start listening next week. Okay.
1: Well, hello new (laughs) listeners that are related to Holly in some way. (laughs) All my
0: cousins. Uh, We have a lot of cousins on that side. There's like 12 of us.
1: Oh my gosh. Um,
0: And now a lot of people have, you know, long-term partners and stuff, so... The most fun thing was getting to hang out with some of my cousin's babies and one of my cousins or two of my cousins had partners there that I'd never met before, which was super fun to see them. Kayla, what up, girl? Yeah. (laughs) Kayla is my cousin, Grace's partner, and she was uh, so, so, so much fun. She wore a seersucker suit because at the last family wedding, there were like four people in seersucker suits. So at this family (laughs) wedding, Grace had told her like, oh, yeah, it's kind of this joke now that everyone wears seersucker. And so she wore seersucker. Oh, my gosh. I love that. (laughs) And she held it down on the dance floor till the very end. So it was just like such a blast to get to hang out with all of these people. And also we were in Canada for Canada Day.
1: That is amazing. Like, so I have fun. so many comedian friends that I follow on Twitter, and they, like, went all out this year. I don't know what it was. Like, if it's, like, if they're getting, like, the spirit of the USA, like, haha, finally we're better at them than something. Like, in the world, I, we have good Yeah, maybe. Care. yeah
0: <laughs> look we'll at have... how <laughs> safe and festive we can be on our holidays. And not
1: racist. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, I thought the Canada Day celebration in Calgary was super fun because they had, like, several different areas that had all of these food trucks and, like, music. Aww. and. There was one. um, We kind of like walked around everywhere. That's why I got so sunburned. And um, there's this park that's on an island. And there was a powwow going on. There was a bunch of First Nations dance troops that were performing. And that was really neat. And it just was like so so much fun. Oh,
1: my gosh. That sounds amazing.
0: But we couldn't stay up till fireworks because the fireworks didn't start till 11 p.m. And
1: as you know, <laughs> bed friend. Yes. She, Holly texted me at 2 a.m. after, I guess, the wedding reception itself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where you, you stayed out really late and she's like, Esther, it's 2 a.m. And I was like, <laughs> Can you you, have are you ever are seen me nuts. at this time of day? <laughs> yes. You need to go to bed.
0: Yeah. It was a weird sleeping weekend, just especially, like, after a really traumatic beginning of the week. And then Really fun end of the week. It was just not enough sleep. So yeah. we'll see how this goes. But I'm so happy to see your face. And I'm so excited to kind of like get back in the swing of things. Yes. But <gasps> I swear to God, I would move to Canada in a heartbeat if I could only be there in June. If it were always June, I would live there forever. <laughs> and that's what all the Calgarians kept saying like, oh, yeah, well, you're here for the best week of the year. I'm oh like, my- okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, at least you got to see Canada at its best, best and brightest. Like, I did. I saw part. Canada at its best
0: and brightest, and I am in. It's a cool place and that's so awesome. beautiful. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I and have I'm... an aunt who's a, uh, like, water health researcher for the state mm-hmm. of California, there's a big river that runs through Calgary. And she's like a nerd about water. That's her job. And her she loves it. And she's like, oh, okay, so it's good that we're here now. Because, you know, usually in July, they get a fecal contamination warning for this river. And I was like, I am so <laughs> glad that we have somebody here to tell us that.
1: <laughs> it's making Canada seem a lot less like idealistic. It's, yeah, like exactly. any reason to not move here is really good. I right mean, now. It's
0: super, super normal in urban rivers for that oh, to be yeah. the case. But I guess normally, it's so cold that that's Sort of bloom isn't a problem this is like something you don't have to keep in the episode because it's both nerdy and gross
1: and very specific <laughs> yeah, to exactly. a group of people that
0: would understand <laughs> and appreciate this knowledge Maybe we should like just have our calgarian listeners email us if they want to hear us talk about their river problems
1: <laughs> we can get your aunt to come on the podcast and you yeah, can exactly. just have like a like a little blip moment of yeah. them talking about river contaminants <laughs> mary why
0: don't you tell us more about river contaminants <laughs> I, but, but I love it, it is, as like a weird thing. It's so geek. close to the mountains that there's also like all these areas where you can literally drink from the, ri- like from the river, but oh, it's like yeah. high enough in the mountains that it doesn't have contamination. Oh. So <laughs> mm.
1: it's anyway. It sounds very that's cold. Our, like whatever, whatever other
0: we... podcast about water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Our other podcasts in our long line of different podcasts that we need to start making. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to pick a card this week girlfriend. Oh it's me okay I had didn't even look at our outline even though I had printed off so <laughs> <laughs> Well I wrote it literally over a week ago. Two weeks ago. ago. So. <laughs> yeah you did. Okay breathing into this Okay we can do it. Yes we can. Yeah. I'm using mesquite tarot Which gave me, like, a really intense reading today for one of our Patreon members, but I kind of liked it. Like, it was nice and gentle, but intense, so it wasn't mean. I was like, hi, Mesquite Terror, you're not being mean to me. Thank you. Yeah, just intense. We can handle that. Exactly. And our card of the day is the Emperor. We're starting to get shit done again. Hey, hey, hey. No more (laughs) vacation. That's what the Emperor's saying. Back to society. (laughs) Back to society, back to the grind of life, back to having to get our shit together and yeah, walking forward with it, following rules. We yeah. can do that.
0: It's also a card of strength, and so I think just like powering through and like keeping structure. Yeah, is and, good. and
1: we know who we are, and we know what to get done and how to do it. So believe in ourselves, and you know, that way.
0: Hell yeah, Woo-hoo. I love it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can. And I really like that Emperor card too. I love both the Empress and Emperor in this deck.
0: Yeah, it's nice to not have, like, a scary bearded man. (laughs) That's very, very true.
1: (laughs) So true. (laughs) Too many scary bearded men in other texts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, so why don't we get started with questions? Our first question is from Rosie, and these are both questions that people submitted through our Google Doc, which I loved as a format. (laughs) It's so easy to, like, look through the questions and make sure that we're getting pronouns and names right when it's through the Google Doc. Yes! Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you. Um,
1: <clears throat> That's our other podcast about Google Forms and how we yeah, love them. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> That's my fan cast, my Google Forms fan cast podcast. We're <laughs> 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 just like, and then you can do this, and then and you then can, you do, can this? do this. I'm it. a big fan of- <laughs> All right. So our first question today is from Rosie. And this is a very relatable question to me. Uh, my partner <laughs> and I are stuck in renters hell. About five years ago, we left the paradise that is California Central Coast, Santa Barbara, and moved to Colorado. We hoped to find a home to buy, but prices quickly skyrocketed here. And once again, we felt left behind. My terror question is, should we go out and buy a home, even though it would stretch us thin financially, and we're not even 100% we're here to stay? Or should we continue to rent and deal with obnoxious neighbors, negligent management, and rising prices? Um, And then she clarifies that a mortgage would actually be cheaper than rent, but they'd have to use basically all of their savings for the down payment. Um, We're childless professionals approaching 40 and are ready for a home and some permanence, but it seems beyond our reach. Oh, my gosh. I (sighs) mean, very relatable as millennials
1: and Gen Xers. (laughs) Seriously, all of us. We're just like...
0: Come on, I can do it. Actually, we (laughs) bought our house kind of in a similar situation where we're like, we just need to get into a house that we own. Like, we can't keep renting. Yeah. And it's been the same thing like I don't know if I want to live here forever but we own our house and that's exciting and the house down the street just listed for like way more it's the exact same layout mm-hmm. except for they have a pool like they have not upgraded anything oh wow and they listed it for like 70 grand more than what we bought ours for oh my gosh so if that is the way that things are going then I'm so glad that we decided that even though we weren't sure if this was the right house or the place we wanted to be that we just went for it right
1: and that uh, you personally feel such <laughs> In where you're at right now, and don't yeah, have to worry nice about Yeah, it's nice to not have stuff. to
0: worry about landlords and neighbors and stuff. Right, right. I mean,
1: neighbors, you kind of always have to worry about, actually. Especially (laughs) since they chopped down trees and now can peer into your backyard. Where you, like, sunbathe naked. I mean. So
0: rude. Well, no, I can't ever. I was fantasizing about when I could, when all the trees grew in, and then they chopped (laughs) down the one on their side, and I'm like, great, now I have to be clothed in this backyard forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're limited
0: by nature now. Yeah. The lack of nature. (laughs) Stupid suburbia. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) All right. So what would be a good way to do this, do you think? Should, I think that maybe, like... One taking, like... I like the decision spread where one takes one part of the decision, yeah. and one person takes the other part. And I think that's good to kind of start there and see uh, yeah. what the energy is. Okay. I think that's a great idea.
0: So maybe yeah. we do, at like, a, a couple cards for energy and then one for each decision and then
1: steps forward. Okay. So let's start with energy first for okay. the situation overall.
0: And right. you're using Mesquite Tarot. I'm using our deck. Oh, you're being very
1: conscious of our products. Synergy, <laughs> Esther. <laughs> Integration. <laughs> Actually, it was the only deck that was pretty nice to her today. So <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I like tried a couple other ones, and it was like, no, this is not the deck that we're using. But our deck yeah. gave us three of cups, which yeah, I'll that's take. really
1: good. Yeah.
0: All right. So, do you want to do energy? Yes. I. Why don't we both do energy?
1: Okay, we'll each pull a card for it. Yeah, okay. Everything just kind of flew out <laughs> at the same time. I panicked. So for energy, I have the two of wands, which is kind of expected. Oh, and I have the three of swords. Oh.
0: Two of wands and three of swords is like the actual act of planning ahead planning. is
1: what's heartbreaking and hard. Yeah, and disappointment and, like, I think that stressful. that's
0: really interesting because the three of swords is so like heart-wrenching it's not just Mm -hmm. like if it were like the five of cups or even the four of cups that would be such a different
1: yeah feeling to it
0: feeling paired with the two of wands but this feels like something where there's like way 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 more like stress and concern it's not Mm -hmm. just like i'm not sure what to do
1: it's like full-blown like what are we even doing? Right, right. Like, do we make the right decision moving here? Do we make the right decision doing this? Like, there's so many things that have, like, that heartbreak has been building up for a while, and so even the thought of moving forward and planning is, like, hard. Heartbreaking, hard. Well, and also
0: the disappointment of, like, moving, thinking that things would go an easy way. Like, oh, we'll just move, and then we'll buy a place, and it'll be so easy. Mm -hmm. That's so disappointing when that doesn't work out. Yeah. But I mean it still could. It would just stretch you really thin. So let's yeah, do yeah. the questions then. Do you want to do uh, keep renting and I'll do buying
1: a house? Yes, I will do keep renting.
0: <laughs> that's like literally Rosie. what we're the two of us are experiencing. <laughs> like you're like, I guess I'm gonna keep renting <laughs> Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm keeping renting, so
1: there's no other choice we have at the moment. Let's see. Okay. So Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. Okay, so for keep renting, I pulled three cards in sort of moving on with the Holly influence (laughs) in my life. (laughs) Tradition. (laughs) So I pulled the Ten of Pentacles, the Four of Pentacles, and the Emperor so and p- some people see the four of pentacles as negative like that you're like holding on to money too much blah, blah blah yeah but to me i see it as like conserving resources like you yeah. have resources and, and you're being careful in how you're dictating those resources out and you're being protective of it so for my personal reading of the four of pentacles is not as negative as traditional reading and especially combined with the ten of pentacles and the emperor yeah like, this would be a better like fiscally responsible yeah choice yeah not necessarily like especially with the emperor and two pentacle cards like that yeah is like Well, and also
0: just that's really funny because it's super reflective of me. I also got a major arcana and two minor arcanas of the same suit. Oh, but my major arcana is the fool and my minor arcanas are eight of swords and four of swords. (laughs) So it's like, don't buy a
1: house right now. Yeah, don't buy a house right now. It'd be like. It's literally saying it's a foolish decision, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a foolish decision. You would be, like, kind of trapping yourself, and you need to just sit and rest on it. Yeah, it's not you don't the good to the, all the right information. time right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the emperor is like, you know, being be responsible. Yeah. Conserve your money. Yeah. You, your time will come for a house, but t- now it's not that time. Now it's not the time. Because and because I the think especially Pentacles with, kind of with the Four that. of
0: Swords, yeah. the Ten of Pentacles, it makes it seem like if you plan ahead, then everything will yeah. be fine. And I think yeah. especially with the Four of Swords coming up or buying a house, it's like... It's not saying, I mean, the Four of Swords isn't, like, you know, permanently nothing. It's just right. saying, like, give it a beat. Like, yeah. wait,
1: yeah, basically. Pa- take a pause for a second. Take a yeah. pause.
0: Exactly. So maybe instead of doing steps forward, we should pull cards about how to make the most of staying in a rental situation. Oh, yeah. Like, what like you that. could focus on to, like, feel comfortable with that decision. Okay. Okay. And then I guess we could also do a time frame poll since we're using our deck, which has time frames. Oh,
1: that's right. You want to do a timing, and I can do a what to focus on for the present in their situation?: Yeah. OK, that sounds good. Sorry, okay. I spaced okay. out for a second. <laughs> I was like, I was like, maybe she really wants to pull herself and I'll do timing. OK, because no, no, usually no, I do the timing. No. So that's why I was like, maybe, maybe
0: even I having just, the like, answers totally in front of her, Molly is a little bit. I
1: out for a second. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, you're fine. back. OK, you're back on Earth. OK, We're, we, got, we got her, everybody.
0: Yeah, I don't know where my brain just went. OK, let's see.
1: So making the best of the current situation. All right. Nice. Oh, I like this. Okay. So making the best of your current situation, I got the world, the four of wands, and the nine of wands. So definitely, it's going to come to the end. There's going to be an end point of this. You're not going to stay in this limbo of renting hell forever. And you will have like, the, the home of your dreams. That's what the four of wands is. It's that homecoming, that sense of home, yeah. that sense of completion, that sense of celebration. Yeah. You're going to have that eventually, but now it's not the time. I know. That's isn't that beautiful. beautiful? And then I have the nine of wands, which is persistence. Even yeah. though stuff may be hard right now, you just need that persistence to keep going and don't like cheat yourself out of a good future just because yeah. you want something right now and you exactly. feel like you need to move right now. Even though it may be hard and it is held, using that persistence through that like wartime is going to be best right now. So Yeah.
0: And it's not forever because I yeah. got the devil for the time period which is really awesome because the devil is associated with Capricorn which gives you a clear time frame
1: yeah like
0: rather than other minor arcana cards where it's like (laughs) could be a little bit more vague yes the devil is associated with Capricorn which means basically end of this year beginning of next that's when buying a house would make more sense for you
1: yeah I like it Ah, look at us being clear
0: (laughs) I know look at us being clear (laughs) I know Yay. so our major arcana cards for the deck that we're, uh, that we have available through Patreon supporters has all of the um, like astrological associations for that card included which means that we have very clear timing ways of dealing with timing with our major arcana which is super nice.
1: Yes. It's a yes, fun I way to that. read it.
0: I got only for this whole reading swords and major arcana. Wow.
1: Like, everything is almost pretty much wands and two majors. And yeah, pentacles. I feel like so. renting
0: is, like, all of this, like, you're renting to move forward, and buying would be trapping you.
1: Yes, yeah, at least at this point, until Capricorn season and comes. Yeah, and then, until and then, like, start, start searching then, because that's a better time for you.
0: Yeah, which is also probably a better time financially, because I know for a lot of areas, this is, like, daughter of a real estate agent talk, a lot of areas, summer is when all the houses are the most expensive. It's, like, the peak buying season. Mm-hmm. People go crazy. It's, like, really hard to get into a place. But winter stuff slows down, and so you might have better luck finding a better deal in winter. Yeah. There might be fewer options, but it could be the perfect option for you.
1: Well, and kind of, like, don't rush into something because, like, your real home is there. Like, your Four yeah. of Wands home is there. And if you kind of miss that like then you're not going to feel that completion that's what i that yeah that that sense of completion you're just kind of moving for the sake of getting not having to deal with renting anymore exactly
0: which i totally understand as like an inclination because renting can be really hard
1: yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) definitely especially with obnoxious neighbors yeah exactly but the end is nigh, so hold on and be like persistent and persevere through all that yeah and it's not
0: beyond your reach it's out there it's just not happening now now exactly <laughs> yay good luck yeah we love you rosie we do love you rosie
1: okay so it's time for our second question from nikki in mart and Montana. Mar- Mar- <laughs> <laughs> what accent is that <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea what i was even trying to read okay from, from a question from nikki in montana I recently pulled the lovers and the hermit from two different decks. I'm experiencing significant spiritual changes, all good, and I'm ready to find emotional intimacy. Can you help me sort out the meanings of those two cards for me? Ooh, I think that the distinction that the reason she's asking is because she's
0: looking for emotional intimacy with others is really helpful. Because yeah. I think of the lovers and the hermit as being really like good, because it's to me it's like focusing on like self love. Yeah. But if you're looking for emotional intimacy and you're getting those cards, you're like, wait, so does this mean that I should be
1: alone? Alone and with somebody (laughs) at the same time. The answer is yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like the you got to love yourself before anyone else can love you sort of thing, which is like a frustrating thing. I saw something on Instagram the other day that was like, oh, my God, because I have said that to people before. I do think it's really important to learn to love yourself. But the thing that I saw on Instagram is like, The only problem with that is that you learn to love yourself after seeing self-love modeled to you. So if you're only surrounded by toxic people and you don't see them loving themselves, Mm -hmm. there's no way for you to teach yourself
1: to love yourself without seeing it modeled elsewhere. Right. And for me, like, just growing up in the environment I did, self-love was really hard because you're supposed to love your neighbors more than you love yourself. Yeah. You, you know, no, that's what... it's supposed
0: sort of, to be at the same
1: amount, Esther. To, <laughs> it is. Technically, but that's not the idea that's ever, like, conveyed in, yeah, like, toxic that's true. religious environments. So, um... But also, like, I found... Like I could love myself through the eyes of how my husband sees me. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, this is how he sees me. He doesn't see- because like my insecurities are like that I'm stupid. You know, I'm not intelligent or that I'm not beautiful. But <laughs> you he know, sees because the- of my cute aggression, I was just gonna be like, you big dum dumb. Nobody thinks you're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> But that's just because I call people dum-dums dumb when I love the time. them. I know. I know. I know. You, you 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 have the good meanings behind them. But my brain being so toxic does not take it that way. And be, and being very cancer in the background of my you yeah. know, everything. You're
0: like, maybe I am secretly a dum-dum and no one's telling me. She
1: called me a dum-dum. <laughs> that's a sucker. Um... <laughs> So, I like, I really found through my relationship with him that seeing how he loved me helped me love myself in those ways more. Yeah, yeah. Just almost like an outside eye, almost. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely think there's, like, a fine balance between, like, being able to stand on your own two feet and loving yourself and also like you have somehow other people loving you also allows you to love yourself. Like there's like, it's like a constant flow back and forth. Like I don't think you can love yourself without other people being involved and vice versa.
0: Right. I mean there. Yeah. But like, as far as like a good place to start though with, especially if you're going through a lot of spiritual changes right now is to focus on those things because I think that maybe if you're start, if you feel like you're in a better place, like you're like getting to a place spiritually or emotionally where you're feeling like everything is changing for the better and you are now opening yourself up to the idea Mm -hmm. of intimacy with another person. If it's too soon for that, maybe, and that's why you're getting those cards together because it's like still saying like, no, keep focusing on yourself. Like keep focusing on Your own growth, and that will allow you to be
1: more open or more receptive, maybe. The thought came in my brain, and then it like flew out. Just a (laughs) second. It's gonna come back, it's gonna come back around. I know it is. Where there's a sense in the relationship that you can depend on, like you can be quote unquote attached to somebody, but you also need your own sense of independence. And perhaps like you've been too dependent on other people in the past in relationships and not independent on your own. So there's that sense of, you need to be able to stand your own two feet and also be able to balance loving someone else in a relationship. So maybe trying to keep, be mindful of those two cards in contrast, because I think like you can have a life outside of your relationship and you can have a relationship outside of your own single, you know, individual life too. Like you can't be too heavy handed on either side because it becomes like you're you're too dependent on your relationship or you're too dependent on yourself. Yeah.
0: And I feel like spiritual journeys also like you, both of us have gone on them independently of our partners, but we found that partnership with our communities so that we still have people to bounce ideas off of or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have to be with a romantic partner. So maybe the idea of emotional intimacy should be expanded for you, um, Nikki, to include other people who are also going through a spiritual journey. And then that emotional intimacy can be from that relationship rather yeah. than from a different relationship. Because yeah. then you have, I feel like, like, I don't know. It's not like going through a spiritual journey necessarily makes you less close to the people that are your, are your intimate partners now, but it can feel weird if you're, if you want to be on the same journey path with somebody and they're not. Mm -hmm. So maybe focusing on finding a like-minded community for the spiritual stuff would make it feel like you were getting that emotional intimacy that you're looking for without having to like sort of go beyond the hermit like that's a way yeah. to still keep some of the hermit energy
1: yeah and i like that too because just like holly and i have been kind of open about our neither of our partners are spiritual in the way the same way that we are yeah they're very supportive of what we do but they're not like on the same journey path necessarily Right.
0: and my one tarot reading that we posted on patreon with nathan did not talk him into being really into tarot <laughs>
1: Which was a blast. He was so cute on that Patreon. He was so good. Episode. He was such a good sport about it. He was,
0: and he liked the reading, but he's just not in the same spot his as I am. Brain pathway right now. Yeah. Well, what about if we did a spread like? What what about if we did my clarifying on a theme spread about the hermit and the, and the lovers? lovers for her? Maybe that okay. would be a good way to sort of like flesh it out a little bit, or at least point Nikki in the direction of what she could be looking to do in order to, like, move
1: through having these cards pop up for her a lot. Yeah, I like that. Um, Let me find it. Go to Instagram.com slash Holly Enchanted, and in your stories, you have saved your spreads.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: Yes, I have. Um,
0: Load, please. Okay, so, basically... The idea is cards for where this energy is leading, cards for what's standing in her way, and cards for how she can get down the right path.
1: Okay, so so cards for where the energy of Hermit and the Lovers are leading, cards for what's kind of blocking that energy. Yeah, yeah. Why it keeps coming up over and over, over, again. Up like over, over again? Like what's standing in the way? Why, staying way of it. And then what was the last one? I was paying attention uh, for most of it. How I then, can get yeah. started on the right path? How I can get started on my right path? I knew it was like a moving forward.
0: So okay. Yeah how did you guess I mean
1: <laughs> we tried like I have a thing. to be stable
0: <laughs> yeah uh so we can each pull a card for each of those positions okay, the spread is written positions. to have multiple cards in each position oh it's so it's a genuine holly spread <laughs> it's holly being honest with everybody about how many cards she pulls for each <laughs> position
1: oh that was amazing okay hard for where the energy is leading What? What did you get? I pulled the lovers. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! I'm, I'm gonna pull the next one just to see. Okay. So I pulled two cards, multiples, since we're allowed to do multiples. It's a holly spread. Um, of course, I pulled the lovers, and then I also pulled the five of wands. Oh, interesting.
0: This. I pulled the five of wands for what's standing in the way, too. Oh, okay. I didn't pull all of them. Wait, wait. Let me just
1: wait. Let me. <laughs> one, two, three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was I was doing this slow and easy, and Holly just kind of sp- sped, sped right through. I'm like, yeah, "Let's okay. do this." <sighs> and I was like, "I'm not ready." Okay. okay so okay. for
0: the where the energy is leading, you got five of wands and lovers, and I yeah. got the ace of swords.
1: Oh. So I especially with the ace of swords coming up. I definitely think there'll be that sudden like understanding that they'll have. Like it's coming. Yeah. It's like an understanding that they'll finally kind of that will occur to them about the lovers card. Yeah, um, and the how the lovers and the hermit card connect yeah. with each other. And with the Five of Wands, like, I typically take the Five of Wands as some sort of, like, conflict that's been going on. So maybe the that in the background will kind that's thinking through that kind of struggling well, maybe, with this thought. Sorry, maybe okay. it's the Five
0: of Wands is, like, between the lovers and the Ace of Swords. And so the yeah. struggle is between like pursuing new ideas and pursuing breakthroughs with your spiritual journey and like searching for a like, non-spiritual emotional connection with other people and so that is sort of a decision that you're that you pulling both of those cards together is bringing you to is like do i want to pursue one or the other and that's where the conflict is coming into play like what are you going to prioritize and so pulling those cards and having those that energy come out for you is about like leading you to this position where you're having to decide
1: yeah. Like, and which
0: one you want to focus on. Right.
1: And that's creating that conflict within, within, not necessarily with other people. Yeah. Like, the five of wands would, yeah.
0: Like, pulling those two. And then that's interesting also paired with the <clears throat> what's standing in the way of being the five of wands again is that it's, yeah. like, the only thing that's standing in your way is the fact that you haven't decided between sort of this, like, spiritual journey
1: or looking for emotional intimacy. Yeah. And for what's setting your away is this, the student of pentacles and the leader of arrows. Sorry, I was like looking and I was like, because the leader of arrows has arrows on the outside border. And oh, I was yeah, but the, not on that. I was looking at the leader's hands. And I'm like, he's not holding anything and he has a crown. That tells me nothing. Like, what <laughs> what's suit happening? Is this? It's the leader of arrows. So the student is the knight, right? The student is the knight. N- no, no, I think yes. it might be the page. Mm, wait, wait, going back just a second. I knew it. No, the novice is the page. The student okay. is the knight. We're good. Okay. Yeah. So what was it again? The knight of wands? Basically the knight of pentacles and the king of swords. King of Swords. So you're kind of stuck in like this rut of not moving forward. Like you're just moving forward slowly and you're yeah. dragging your feet about it. It's not yeah. something that's beneficial. And also you're thinking too much about it. You're obsessing over it. Yeah. Like the, to me, that's what the leader slash king of swords is kind of like when he obsesses about something, he has to fix the problem yeah. right then yes. and there. And he's just obsessing too much about it. So yeah, I, th- it I really
0: like that. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Like the conflict is coming from a place of like feel like really you're not moving forward as much as you want to. And you're just like stuck in kind of a mind situation. Yeah. Got to think your way out of it, which I guess makes sense also because then the how to get started on the right path. I got nine of wands. So resiliency and persistence.
1: Okay, and I got ten of cups and the four of arrows, which is four of swords. Yeah. So like that rest, knowing that you that you will find that emotional fulfillment because this card is has a pair of individuals on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. So I like that there will be that sense of emotional intimacy, but it at doesn't some point. have to happen now because there's exactly. the four of swords. Exactly. That's a yeah. lot of
0: four of swords. Maybe it's you know what's funny is that when we started recording, we were talking about how it's an eclipse and how yeah that there's like some weird stuff going on because of that. And one of the things about eclipses is that, and it's the new moon is that, that it should be a time where you're not active
1: active. yeah. And so
0: for both of these readings to be like, now is not the time. It feels very eclipse yeah.
1: energy to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not the time to do anything. This is the time to rest and just kind of hold on. Like, yeah, that's kind exactly. Of the exactly. Of what's going on.
0: It's like, don't, don't do this now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just think, Exactly. So, Nikki, Mm -mm. like, don't stress about it. Don't, like, spiral in your king of... Swords energy, yeah. That you're not moving fast enough. Like just kind of rest and keep keep working, moving on it. forward. Yeah, keep working yeah. on it because that fulfillment will come. Yeah, but it's not going to be something immediate. Like rest in the knowledge that it will happen at some point, but don't pressure yourself or stress yourself out about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also spending some time. Like I mean, that's one of the reasons that the temperance thing became such a joke for us is that I was literally getting it constantly. Yeah, and it led to some really good places because I let it. I didn't like i I mean it was starting to freak me out a little bit, but I wasn't like not gonna read anymore because I kept getting that card and it was right, like, I right. mean as people on the who listen to the podcast have experienced like even now it still comes up several times but yeah it, I mean it came up in our like, last
1: reading for both of us so yeah I mean. exactly
0: at the when I like at the beginning of the year I was literally pulling it almost every single time I did a reading mm-hmm. so yeah it's just like allow yourself as, as weird and strange as it can feel to like just allow yourself to sit with a concept for a while i think that that's really gonna help with this
1: yeah yeah don't don't obsess about it don't pressure yourself just kind of rest with it right exactly exactly
0: oh my goodness do you want to do a patreon shout out yes Yay, we Yay. have a well we actually have a couple more people that we I should have added to the list, but we'll get you guys next week. So our Patreon supporter shout out this week is for somebody named Holly. So you know that I love them. Hey, best Holly. name ever. Hey. hey. <laughs> And Holly, your card is... Watch me, Temperance. Nope, it is the sun! Oh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> yay, Holly! And if you want to support us on Patreon, or if you're interested in the deck that I was using today, our deck, you can find more information at patreon.com slash wildlytarotpodcast. Woo-woo! And
1: I just did a bunch of Patreon readings, so I'll be sending those out in the next couple of days.
0: Yeah, and I'm about to do the cancer season reading a week late, but as expressed earlier in this episode, it was a hell of a week. Yeah. So we'll we'll put up the cancer reading. Uh, You'll also have access to the reading that I did with Nathan and a bunch of Moon Minutes and a bunch of other stuff. And we're going to be drawing
1: for our month of July reading for, oh yeah me this month so because now
0: we're entering everybody who's a patreon supporter into a monthly reading basically not a monthly reading you can choose the topic it doesn't have yeah. to just be about the month ahead um but one of us will give you a reading on a topic of your choice and a method of your choice
1: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> although if you want to do it in person you're gonna have to support a lot more on patreon because yeah, i know Find me out there. Korea. exactly
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> Okay, well, it is time for our deck of the week. Yay! Yay! We are super excited about this deck because we just absolutely love it. Because we're talking about the Compendium of Constellations. A deck I have bought four times! (laughs) (laughs) Holly really is enthusiastic about this deck. I keep giving it to people. (laughs) I know. Well, it's a good gift. I mean, it works. Yeah. So for, for the listeners who have been with us since the beginning, we have reviewed this deck before. But now that the old episodes are archived, we want to revisit some of our favorites. Harness the myth and the magic of the stars with the Compendium of Constellations Oracle deck. Ninety Oracle cards featuring all the modern constellations and the two most powerful star clusters. Draw one card or draw many. There are no <laughs> rules to reading this intuitive-style deck. Like the mythology of the ancient Greeks, let them tell you a story. And I didn't even
0: include who this is by because I feel like everyone knows but maybe that's just us <laughs> yeah we're just
1: super fans at this point it's yeah, by Black exactly. and the Moon yes. and they're coming out with a Lenny deck like a Lenny Oracle deck and I'm super excited because I I keep seeing all the pictures and I just like give it to me now yeah I need did you, you see my body. She
0: posted a picture of a
1: spirit board uh yes. card I'm like um, what? what I'm in Ugh, I love it I love it. So anyway, well, I'm sure we'd be Lenny deck at some point when
0: it gets Yeah, to it. exactly. So black and the moon is one of our like auto buy creators, basically for the two of us, we just like have every deck she's
1: created. Pretty much. Pretty much. I have the oracles coming. Like, they're over the ocean currently. Yeah. And if yeah, I don't exactly. get here, I'm going to scream because I need them in my life and in my hands.
0: Exactly. But we're really big fans. And she's a really awesome follow on Instagram because
1: she posts a lot of creative process stuff, um, which is cool. And their newsletter had, like, a, an amazing, like, eclipse spread that had to do with, like, goddesses, like, death Ooh. goddesses. And I was like, I love this so much. But I didn't want to do it on the eclipse because the eclipse has too much weird energy. But I'm going to do yeah, it later. We'll wait. So, we yeah, we We can wait. <laughs> we can wait. We're fine. We're going to wait. Later, so yes. So, the parameters that we're gonna start with is the general impressions and the vibe of the deck. Tell us how you really feel, Holly.
0: It's one of my favorite decks. I it's like my the one that the reason that I bought that I buy so many copies is that occasionally she'll have a sale on them because of like damaged boxes or whatever. And every time she does, I'll buy a couple because I like giving them to people, and also because I bring it with me literally everywhere I go. Like, I leave it at home just for work days and stuff, but when I go on trips, I always bring it with me because it reads so well for me. Yes. It's like pretty like straightforward. It -hmm. does not pull its punches. I always feel like it gives me messages kind of like whether I want to hear them or not. Yeah. And it's visually very beautiful. And so I bought a backup just for me to keep in case something goes wrong with my current deck. (laughs) (laughs) Because I would be so sad if I didn't have it. But I mean, it's like, It's really, really, really pretty. She was kind of one of the first people who did like watercolory astronomy paintings. And so this is a whole entire deck of that. And each one of them is totally unique. Which is amazing yeah. and really, yeah. really cool. And the color choices are thoughtful. Um, the cards are smaller than people expect. I've heard. I know when I saw it, I was expecting it to be like a full size deck, but it's more like a poker size deck. The cards yeah, themselves, yeah, it's like
1: bridge size. It's the same size as Mesquite Tarot.
0: Yeah, but it, which is actually kind of nice
1: because yeah. it's easier to cart around with you all the time since it's not so bulky, and you can pull like five of them and not have like your whole entire table like take yeah. up space. Yeah, or you
0: can pull 35 of them if you're having a long <laughs> conversation, which I didn't even realize was in the sort of explanation of it. Draw one card or draw many. Yeah. I, or, and also let it tell you a story. That is how I often use it. I like to pull like a lot of cards with it almost in conversation style with the deck or my guides or whatever. Yeah. Like I just like to sort of have it be a, Talking back and forth, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which I found pretty helpful, but it is hard to stop once you've started, and then all of a sudden you have like seventy cards <laughs> out, even though there's
1: not even you 70 have cards all ninety cards there. before you. I and mean, You're like, a... what am I doing? This is conversation. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> like, what's going on here? But I really love it. Yeah, this deck has always been like, especially first when I got it, it was very. Like, in your face, rude to me. And I was very offended. Uh, you're like, excuse me? Like, anger, fornax. Anger was one I always pulled. Or deception, <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
0: Well, that's actually such a good point, though, is that all of them... So it's called Compendium of Constellations, not just because constellations are painted on it, but also because she selected constellations
1: that have specific mythological connotations Yes. for each of those. So, like, Hercules means um, bravery, like, yeah, it's and so it goes back to, like, the mythology behind it and like, oh, duh, Hercules is brave and the story got it. You know? Yeah. So. So,
0: so it's so really helpful if deep you deep are deep trying pipes. to like, I love Greek mythology, so it's kind of nice to get into that. But it's more than just like, like northern hemisphere. Yes. Uh, constellations. They also have like stuff that was discovered, or not discovered, stuff that was documented later by like French explorers or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure that people had seen them before. Um, but. It's neat because it's not so, like, European-based.
1: Yes. It was very... It's a very, very thoughtful deck. Like, yeah. all the energy that's put into this deck is always super thoughtful. And I've always found it, like, weirdly accurate as an, from an Oracle deck because you don't kind of expect, like... Or, especially, like, the Doreen Virtue, like, Oracle deck... What am I thinking? Stereotypes. Stereotypes. Thank you. I was like, themes is not quite the answer I'm wanting. The stereotype, like, it's like love and light and angels yeah. and stuff like that and this is not that deck. this is like, not that deck at complain all complain all the time like oh oracle decks aren't nice, as good as tarot because blah 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 they're not yeah they're too nice and i'm like have you tried this deck because yeah this deck is seriously not nice. yeah i
0: think that that's actually such a good point because i this was my first oracle deck and so i was like what are people talking about when they talk about oracle decks being so nice <laughs> and fluffy i'm like i've been getting like rage and like suspicion <laughs> for yeah. weeks i know i
1: know like this is this, like this it calls me out because like um so so just just like a backstory who knows if i'll include this in the pot or not but I feel like holly needs to rem- remember this so i lived with my husband before he got married which is of course like against my parents like everything like if they knew yeah. i would have been like this disowned blah, blah blah well one is weekend, that better or
0: worse than being a witch though
1: <laughs> probably, probably the same, same. <laughs>
0: that gives you a lot of insight
1: into Esther's parents. So um so one weekend we traveled like just for vacation like cuz we never get time off. So he had some days off and so I was like let's just go. Let's go somewhere. So we went to Seoul and we stayed in the same hotel together and that weekend like I I remember cars, that. and I pulled deception. I was like crap. Like I'm going to have to be deceptive somehow this weekend. Like, thanks for calling me out on that. And so then like the next morning, my brother called because they were announcing their pregnancy and I had to fake that I was with friends in Seoul and not with my husband. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, Crap! Like this, she's like like, had to leave the hotel room and go stand on the streets so they wouldn't see him. I know it was (laughs) was, was like the the lengths I go to to protect myself and to protect my family. But at the same time, it's kind of like I was like I drew deception like the night before, and I was like, yeah, have to deceive my husband about. And then I thought like, oh, my family's gonna call tomorrow morning. I know it. Yeah, they're gonna call. So. Ta-da. Sure enough. <laughs> yeah, Welcome exactly. to Competitive it Consolations. It'll call totally you out on your bullshit. It. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of readings do you use this for? Or how do you use this in your readings? Aside from like pulling 400 Conversation cards? style. Yeah. I use it just basically constantly. Okay. Oh, another way that I really like reading, using it. Sorry, I just
0: remembered. Because okay. I That's use fine. this with other people all the time. I really like pulling three cards and creating a mantra out of it oh so like for example if I were if I did like a whole long reading for somebody and then at the end I pulled like I don't know let's just do this as a practice adapt pessimism and punish Yeah, I know. Exactly. You're like, oh, so there's Punish, Thanks. of course, showing up at the end. It's not working for
1: me right now. It's not giving me, like, all the blessed love cards. Yeah, exactly. Course, but also, like, I, I think that
0: it's worth noting that, like, a lot of the cards – it's all watercolor, and so the card, like, Punish is, like, red, red and a little bit more aggressive looking, and then the card, like – even pessimism is kind of blue, which is, like, you know, sort of sad, but then, like, yeah. Adapt is rainbow, like, super flexible. Yeah. But anyway, so I would take those three cards and be like, all right, so you need to, like, be adaptive about your pessimism because it's just only punishing you.
1: Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind
0: of a way to create a little bit of a reminder by using three of the cards to string Mm -hmm. together a thought. So like if you remain pessimistic, you're only hurting yourself. Nobody else is getting injured by that. And so Mm -hmm. you need to adapt your way out of that pessimism in order to be able to move forward and like, you know, not hurt yourself so much. Yeah. And so I like like that. that. I like it. And I like coming up with sort of phrases with it. I think that's why I use it so conversationally so much, but I think that it's really nice because they're just straightforward concepts. And then if you want to dig into one of the cards more deeply because you, you know, are trying to learn astrology more clearly or whatever, you could also do it that way. But I Mm -hmm. tend to use it more for keywords.
1: Yeah. I'll usually... Use it as a, I like to close with it as like energies to kind of um, attach to yourself to as you move forward. Because, like, especially for our Patreon readings, we usually have like a moving forward with strength sort of position. And I yeah. like using that as like, and here are some energies you can adapt as you move forward with strength. So yeah, I like totally. using it in that way because the keywords are really meaningful and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm such a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so tell me, how many favorite cards do you have from this deck? Well, I and you so cannot say ninety. You have to say less than fifteen. No, I I specifically pulled out
0: eight because I knew that I could just go on forever. Because I think that that's the thing is that even the cards like pessimism
1: or whatever, mm-hmm. those darker cards, I still really like yeah. them. That's the that's the bad thing. It's like literally all ninety cards could be favorites. Yeah, and I'm not saying that like facetiously at all. Like they are yeah. all so thoughtful and, and so they meaningful, all work together and I so like the much. Negative cards. Yeah, and, I'm, yeah. like, the negative cards, I think, ex- help expose things that tarot can't necessarily yeah, expose as easily. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Because it's so direct. It's so yeah. linear that it's not like, well, maybe I could see this card in this more positive way. It's like, no, fully you need to look at the pessimism. So with the five of cups, you'd be like, it's not just about, you know, focusing on reminding yourself to look at the three cups that are still standing or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. full blown. You're being too pessimistic. Like, yeah explicitly. <laughs> yeah.
1: You need to look at this anger and allow yourself to be angry. Like yeah. yeah. So. Okay. So favorite cards, what's your favorite cards? I ch- I selected 8 primarily
0: because of colors.
1: Yes. Um and
0: 1 because and some because of meanings, but I was looking through because I like to when doing this specific exercise with this specific deck it's nice to use my to use an app that like tells you more about constellations oh yeah um because some of them you've never heard of like telescopium <laughs> which yeah. is a southern hemisphere um constellation and it was discovered in the 1850s and it's just a really pretty card because it's all of these really light blues Oh, yeah. And I also wanted to include something that was not based on Greek mythology. Um, It's discovery. The meaning is discovery, which makes sense. Because it's something that was discovered basically in the modern era, like. Yeah. Which is cool. I also really like Cepheus, which is austerity because I love that color of blue. And I would wear that like 24-7 if given the Mm -hmm. opportunity. It's like the perfect royal blue. Ara is worship, and it's more of a teal. And the mythology behind Ara is that it was placed as the altar for the gods, like the go- the altar that the gods would use in the sky by Zeus. And so I like oh. that it's worship because it's kind of like, like super worshipy. Like it's not just a regular altar. It's like an altar for all the gods to use. To use. Oh, yeah. Crater abundance because I think that the colors – The color so, transformation so between the lavender and the teal is just like – really interesting yes and it's about abundance and the mythology i didn't do a m- mythology for all of them but the mythology behind that is this like figure was asked to go collect water from a well but there was a fig tree that was next to the well and the i think the per- the person was called crater i think the crater really wanted to wait a couple of days for the figs to be ripe and so they did do that instead of collecting the the water i think it was for aries But anyway, it ended up being this whole dramatic thing because Crater was so focused on collecting the abundance from this fig tree that they didn't like they got distracted from the task at hand, which I think is an interesting backstory behind a card that represents abundance here because it's kind of like we typically think of abundance as being only good Yeah but if you if the, if abundance is distracting you from growth or from completing something or whatever then it can be negative 2 and so i thought that that was an interesting sort of mythological yeah pathway for it uh i also really like pleiades because i love that star cluster so much mm-hmm. it's like my spirit star cluster Aww. Um, and then i also Cho, I was doing it based on color at this point, and uh-huh. I chose Taurus and Capricornus accidentally, which is pretty <laughs> funny because those are like my yes. <laughs> sun sign and my moon sign moon and sign. my rising sign. So all those yeah. signs were in important places when I was born, and Aww. I really like them. But the colors are fantastic. Capricorn is oh, yes. light blue. I love this is like that one. Do you remember when the um, Pantone color of the year were these two yes, colors? Yes. This is like it's so just so pretty. perfect. And then the Taurus one is also really beautiful, just like dark blue and, and Yeah, I almost like that blue. one. It's so pretty. It's like a purpley blue. Yeah, and then finally, and this one's maybe even just like an extremer version of Taurus. Taurus is strengthened, Capricornus is evolve, Pleiades is Optimism. Uh, just because I didn't even go into those at all is eridanus which represents life, and again the colors oh, are just yeah. really, really, really pretty. Like I would have this as a print on my wall, and she does sell prints. Yeah, <laughs>
1: she does. But yeah, I mine are mostly based on color. I just love these ones so much. I don't think I actually well, I chose mine based on color slash meaning. So I got all my color favorites out, and then I chose. Like, we went through out. How many did you end up selecting? Nine. Okay. And and we didn't have any overlap at all, which surprised me. Yeah. Because we usually have a couple of overlaps. Like, we have, like, usually 78 cards to choose from. And we usually have a couple of overlaps. (laughs) Yeah. but We didn't have any at all. I think
0: but that is such a testament to how personal the relationships with these cards are. Because it's not like, you know, it's not like there's, like, that usually,
1: like, like, we like the Three of Cups typically because of the meaning and usually the Three of Cups is a really special looks card. Really good. Yeah, but really for nice. this, it's yeah. just, like,
0: so personal because we have these, like, different relationships
1: with our decks. Yes, and I'm going to say ahead of time, I'm going to fuck up these names because I'm not Greek at all. <laughs> So you're gonna have to deal with my.
0: Lack I can't of pronounce it because I'm Greek. I can just pronounce it because I know where the emphasis goes,
1: and I don't. Okay, so my first one is Corvus, which is magic. I love the blues and the purples in this. Color. Yes, and of course oh, the meaning being so magic, pretty. like it's just so pretty. So yeah. Corvus, meaning magic. I'll save that one. Uh, next is, I'm saving one for Alaska's my favorite favorite. So oh, next yay. is Karina, which is support. It's like a really pretty yellow. I don't really like yellows, but in this contrast that, like, that goes so... from yellow gradient to like a dark, Pink. dark purple it's so, yeah so pretty so and i love that there's support because support can mean like especially depending on the meaning it can be mean, like you need to get support or it's like to ask for help or you need to support others in their yeah so i like the play on meanings that a lot of these like the ambiguity is really nice yeah totally it's more it's definitely like diff- more difficult like intuitively sometimes but like the ambiguity is nice because you can read it like multiple ways and you're not stuck to like one meaning which is yeah nice. totally let's see Piscus, Piscus Austrinus, this one, I don't know, Piscus,
0: Yeah, Piscus, Piscus
1: Austrinus, it looks like Pis, Pisces, Australia is what it looks like. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. It well, means. Do you want me to pull up
0: Sky Guide and we can
1: search for oh, yeah, the we mythology can. behind it? It means intuition and it's really like light, like corals and pinks and like purples and it's really pretty. Just look for something that looks like Pisces in Australia to put oh, together. Oh, it
0: is similar to
1: Pisces. It has
0: Middle Eastern. The mythology is a Middle Eastern setting that's oh. a Babylonian mythology. Oh, it tells you how to pronounce it. I love oh. this app so much. <laughs> uh, what is the app? S- Plug the app. The app is called Sky Guide. Sky and Guide the cool the thing about this is that you. it has really beautiful music attached to it. Mm. <laughs> but also <laughs> the idea is it has a compass within it. So the idea is that oh. you can go out into the night sky Point it at a direction and it'll tell you which constellations you're looking at. Oh. But you can also search for specific things and it'll tell you when it's going to be rising and, yeah. you know, like where in the sky you can see it. And so it's really neat because it, like, allows for a lot of, uh, like, exploration, basically.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so tell us what the pronunciation is. It's pronounced Pisces Austrinus. Austrinus. So Pisces Austrinus.
0: Yes. It's the great fish and it's said to be the parent of the two smaller fishes of the constellation Pisces.
1: Oh. So
0: it's the singular Pisces, singular versus Pisces, plural, of the two fish and the Pisces constellation
1: oh okay
0: and it is documented by aristophanes and it's a apparently the syrian fertility goddess what fall like was apparently fell from the sky into a lake and was saved by this fish oh um the goddess was said to punish those who ate fish by making them ill but her priests ate fish in a daily
1: ritual what does it represent again it represents intuition. So I wonder if the intuition. fish just kind of intuitively went to rescue her.
0: Yeah, that would be my guess. Because a lot of it is like the meanings that she associates are maybe a little, you have to kind of think about the mythology to get to that place, but it's still, you can still get there. It still makes sense. So my guess would be that somehow the Pisces, this Pisces knew that this person who'd fallen into the lake was somebody worth saving.
1: Yeah. And they acted on that intuition. Yeah. So acting new your intuition. Yeah. Okay. My uh, after that, I have pictor, which means reveal. Reveal. There we go. Oh, and yeah, I, love I love the love so that. pretty. it's So you've uh, chosen a lot of warm colored cards, which is not my personality. Typically, I choose lots of blues and greens. But I guess maybe I'm changing in my. Special what is Holman do? He's walking so slowly. <laughs> <laughs> He's just He's like, being like a goofball. <laughs> slowly, slowly walking. <laughs> uh, I think he. Oh, he got watermelon. That's what he got. <laughs> We got half a watermelon yesterday. That's hilarious. So yes, I've started choosing like warmer colors recently. And maybe it's just because my mood is changing or it's summertime. Who knows? I
0: can actually see if it were still dark, I'd be looking straight at Pisces Astranus. Oh, that's so cute. It's like in my field of vision. Oh my gosh. Now Esther's just watching me move my phone around. Phone in front of my like face. <laughs> like <laughs> It's really cool because like we went to the desert with some of our friends for a birthday party. We were in Joshua Tree and I pulled out this app and it's cool because it helps you orient yourself enough where if there's no light pollution, you can see the Milky yeah. Way. Like you cause you can see where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then your brain can be like, Oh, okay, so that's where there's that. Smear right, smear of stars you know yeah, that
1: galaxy stuff yeah it's really really helpful Aww. and
0: beautiful <laughs> it's fun
1: and then i have pegasus which is majesty and it's pinks yeah. and blues i love that's majesty because pegasus i mean it's a horse it's fucking majestic as hell i know it's super majestic <laughs> with his wings and then canis minor which is loyalty yeah i just love those colors all of them are pretty much colors now and then uh, Cor- corona australis Australis. Uh, Aust- it's not quite Australia either. Corona, which we know is a beer. <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> also crown
1: in Spanish. Austral- Australis is rescue. So I'm curious about how this refers back to the Corona, mythology.
0: Australis.
1: All right. So that is not in my field of vision.
0: Ooh, but it's meant to look like a victorious crown. Ooh uh corona Australis. corona Australis was known to the greeks not as a crown but as a wreath so oh, already corrected. corrected thank you a lot <laughs> <laughs> which is often how it's depicted on old star maps the idea is that it's a circlet of stars beneath the feet of sagittarius so perhaps it is slipped off of the archer's head
1: what does it mean oh. Rescue, rescue. Huh. Maybe someone needs to rescue the crown before the archer steps on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in the like in the um, images
0: of the old ones or of the old like astrological maps, where it has like more fleshed out versions of all oh, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. things, you can see that it's like
1: at the feet of the. Oh, saint of the... okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What are those called that are half horses and half men?
1: Centers, centaurs. centaurs. Yeah,
0: I said I said seder, but that's wrong. <laughs> And it also has links to this guy who has this website where it's, like, all of these more extensive information about, like, who was the first Greek to document it or who was the first person to document it and what's going on with it and stuff. Let's see. Wait, what did you say it was called? Or it meant? It meant rescue. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because with the additional information, the idea is that it was the crown placed by Dionysus after retrieving his dead mother from the underworld
1: oh that's interesting yeah oh so
0: if if it is it's the wreath that would have been made out of myrtle leaves and Dionysus left the gift of myrtle for Hades in return for his mother and the followers of Dionysus wore these crowns and so the idea is that it's a crown of myrtle placed into the sky in honor of Dionysus rescuing, oh, his, rescuing mom his mom from the underworld oh my gosh
1: oh that's interesting. I like so
0: that. You can get there. That's why it's yeah. so crazy because I just think that Claire is really, really, really thoughtful so, and smart. So thoughtful. This must have taken
1: a thousand years. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I do not have the time and dedication to not only like do the art, but also like do the mythology digging that Yeah. They do. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I only have two more cards. Wait, I had I had the pronunciation and then it left me. Yeah. Uh Perseus. 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 Thank you. Perseus. Perseus. I I do listen to Greek mythology podcasts. It just doesn't come through. (laughs) That means glory. So Perseus, that's very like obvious why it means glory. Yeah. He's like a warrior and like in charge of shit. And then my favorite card is Phoenix, which is rebirth. And it's like goes from like dark, dark greens to like a lovely orange. And so of course, Phoenix birds, they renew and they reborn after they die in flames and i feel like that's like a moniker of my life always (laughs) going in flames everything's dying and then i come back so
0: (laughs) i love you so much you're such a goofball
1: welcome (laughs)
0: to me cancer dramatic
1: thing i mean we have like a cancer eclipse we're in cancer we're going to cancer venus like in a couple of hours you're like i'm constantly on fire (laughs) on fire (laughs) Welcome to my life. Okay, so now we get to pull a card to represent our relationship with the deck, and hopefully it will be kind to us this week. Yes. Please. If I pull divinity, I will die or crack up on my Maybe
0: that's game. why I like it. There's no temperance card.
1: <laughs> you're going to get balance. There's one going to be one fucking card in this deck that means balance, and you're going to yeah. get Yeah.
0: No, I got Corvus. Magic.
1: Oh, And I got... Capricornus evolve. Aww, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So wait,
0: that means that I got one of your favorite cards as my card with the uh deck, and you got one of my favorite cards as your card with the deck.
1: Hey, look at us. Look at us go. I love it. I do too.
0: So next week we're going to talk about Queering the Tarot.
1: Yeah, because I had messaged Holly like in my morning about Queering the Tarot. Like, oh, I'm like, I'm liking this book so far. Yeah, we should totally review it. And then like a couple hours later, Maya posted about it in our Facebook group and everyone like woohooed and ha-haed over it. Yeah. Yeah, nice synchronicity going on. All right. Guess we better talk about it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Queering the Tarot next week by
0: Cassandra Snow. And I think it should be noted that neither of us identify as queer. So this will be, well... As far as I know, I don't want to force you to out yourself if you do. (laughs) But I think that if you have read it and you would like your input to be yeah. included and in are like talking about it absolutely send us an email we would love to hear your thoughts if you've already I read it a good idea. yes yeah exactly read it before us read it with us and let us know your thoughts exactly and I'm really excited about it and I will buy it right now yes
1: <laughs> and I will continue reading it after we finish with this podcast so
0: yeah exactly there you go all right well that's our show Thank you so much for last week. Seriously, I cannot express how much your support meant to me. Um, It was like a really terrible week and it was made a little bit brighter by all of the positive energy that was sent to me from you guys. Uh, Don't forget to email us your questions or you can submit them via our Google document uh, or Google form or whatever we call it. Uh, We'll take live questions or questions about tarot. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including that form to submit questions with, which I love.
1: <laughs> yes. Tell your friends about us and review us on whatever podcast app you use. It helps us grow and makes us really, really happy. And we love it when you share us with your friends because it's really meaningful, like that you would want to share us with them. Like, Yeah, totally. People you know like, in real not life. only
0: are you spending part of your life listening to us talk about stuff, but you're also telling your friends too. Like, I know. Very, That's a very really very big awesome. deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast for pictures of the deck we're using um, or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook.
1: And also, as we mentioned before, we post bonus content on Patreon. So if you support us at the full level or higher, you can access almost all of it. You can find us at patreon.com/slash wally tarot podcast. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so we much. We love you. Thank Have you a great for your week. support. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>